Have you ever felt like you're not sure if you are doing the right things in your business? Last week on the Everyday Mind podcast, we started to dive into this idea of planning for profit in 2020 as true creatives and artists looking to make money doing what we love. So last week, we looked all at this idea of is hustle costing you money? And if you haven't listened to that yet, I'm going to encourage you to pause the episode and go dive in there first. The reason for that is that in that episode, we really jump over some of the patterns that I see time and time again when I'm working with creatives and artists in their business leads to them losing money. And so if we're going to talk about generating money, I definitely don't want you losing the money you just made. So go back and listen. If not, today, let's talk about what to do and how to spend that time generating money so that 2020 can be filled with you taking deliberate steps to growing that bottom line a little higher each day. This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Naftali Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the Everyday Mind Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, 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 everyone. I'm so excited to jump into part two of this episode. So as y'all may have heard on the last episode, I was into the process of talking all about how to plan for profit in your creative business for 2020 because holy moly, we're coming up to that point in the year where we're all starting to look forward. And so I talked all about, yeah, not hustling. So today we are going to talk about once you've realigned and you make sure that you're not in a place of harmful hustle, how can you really intentionally make sure that you are spending your time on purpose? So here's what I want to say. All of us, no matter if we are at the very beginning or we are in the middle, or maybe we're coming to the end of our time in business, all of us have different amounts of time that we can allot to our business. We all have different parts of our lives and that is okay. And so as I talk and I give examples, what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to get lost in a place of shame over the amount of time you have. My friend, we are all in different stages and places in our journey. And so when we are looking at amounts of time, it is just amounts There is no value attached to it. It is simply like looking at grains of sand or little tiny blobs of goo. They are neither good nor bad. Well, maybe blobs of glue are bad. 
I don't really like anything blobby, but that's a side note. But the point is this, is that you have the time you have, accept it, let go of that judgment so that we can really figure out where you should be spending your time. In order to make this discussion of inner income generating activities really work, I want you to think in your mind or say out loud, how much time per week or per month do you have to do anything that is related to your business. Now, that might be the actual creation. If you are creating things, that might be doing the services, as well as this includes any time spent networking, marketing, visioning, doing the business admin side of things, all of it. I want you to ask yourself, what is that realistic number? I know we talked through this a little bit more in depth a few weeks back, but I this is so essential when we are looking at how are we going to spend our time in a way that actually results in us reaching the goals that we want to do as opposed to spending time on things that might feel good or maybe they feel like they are, well, they are allowing us not to feel bad. And that is different than feeling good. Because when we do things that distract us from the fact that we want to generate income and maybe we're not at the place that we want to be, that is not bad, but it's not the best. So today we're going to talk about how to spend that time, right? Today, we're going to look at some different ways that you might spend your time. And then we're going to talk about this very specific strategy of looking at that chunk of time that you have and saying, am I spending at least, at least 60%? And honestly, it should be 80, but I don't want you to go into income generating toxic stress response syndrome. It's not a real syndrome, but we've all been there. We feel it sometimes. So in order to not do that, maybe if you get through this list and start thinking like, how much of my time am I actually spending doing things that generate me income as opposed to make me feel like I'm busy, but I'm not actually taking my business or my goals forward. So If you go through this process and you're like, yeah, I'm not doing a lot of the income generating activities, pause, say, great, I can turn around and then goal to get your ratios up to, like I said, at minimum 60%, but I would really like to see you at somewhere around an 80% ratio. I know it might feel a lot, but there's so much involved in this. So what are really quickly, some of the income generating categories. Some of those are marketing, outreach, vision and task setting. I'll tell you how that actually generate income if done the right way, if done the right way. Otherwise, it's distracting. List building, content creation, sometimes also can be a distraction. And just connecting and making offers. That was the last one. I knew there was one more. 
So those are some of our income generating activities. So look at your time. How are you spending them? Now, here's the question I get all the time when I start talking to people about looking at how they're spending their time and if the ways that they are spending their time is income generating. People always ask me, well, but is making my products, is creating my art, is packaging my products or getting better at what I do, is that income generating? Where does that fall? And here is the answer to that question. It depends. Isn't that helpful? I'll go explain it. If you are selling what you are making, as in you are actually making sales, then yes, that action is income generating because it allows for you to continue to generate income. If you are making a physical product or a handmade item and you are filling up your garage with items that you could sell, but you aren't doing any of these other things, then my friend, it is not income generating. And I'm not saying to not do those things. Those are the things that fill you up. But if we can spend some large chunks of time really focusing on intentionally, how do I get my beautiful, amazing, superb, insert all the adjectives, into your day-to-day life, then over time, that creative activity that you really, really love can and will be income generating. But at the beginning, we have to make sure that these other things are happening. Otherwise, you're filling up your spare room. You're filling up your garage. You are for free filling up the walls of other people, but you aren't doing our two-part goal in this community, which is to be creatives and artists that get paid to do what they love. Not just be creatives of artists and not just get paid, but marrying those two things. That's what we're passionate about. But in order for that to happen, we truly need to do and spend some time. So let's break this down. Where should we spend our time? First, and this is probably if you can only pick one. Let's say you only have an hour a week. And so you can really only pick one of these things then do this. Do targeted, and I don't mean using Facebook targeting or Etsy targeted ads. That's down the line. And if you're not generating significant income, then that's not your best use of time. It can be later. And one of my goals for 2020 is to get a guest on our podcast to talk a little bit more about using ads, especially in more e-commerce businesses, as well as custom made products. 
in a way that's like not about spending all the money, but just spending the right amount to get the results you want. But before you get there, you have, you have, have, have to do some targeted, interactive connection, marketing, whatever you want to call it, every single day. I know that might seem like a lot, but I'm not talking about getting on for hours and trying to find people online. I'm not talking about going to every gallery in your city or calling every small business in your local area in one single day. But what I am talking about is stopping and thinking through who are the sorts of people that might purchase for you Where do they hang out? And how can you make a list of 50 to 100 people, whether you know their actual names or maybe you'll just say member of the On Purpose Creatives Facebook community, member of this small group in your local community. Maybe you don't have that person's specific name, but you do know where you're ideal client or customer hangs out and lives. If that's a place where you're like, I don't know, I just know I want to sell. And I know that people come find me sometimes, then start there. Think about those people and think about how maybe other people similar to them that you know, or your friends know, might want what you have. So make a list of 50 to 100, start there, people that you can reach out to. This could be sending texts to or starting conversations with. Do not, and hear me, my friends, when I say this, do not send a copy and paste message or worse yet, a group message to everybody on your list. That is not targeted marketing and connection, and it will result in nothing less than people being annoyed with you, avoiding your phone calls, and having the result that you dread, which is people get annoyed with you. We shouldn't be scared of outreaching to people that might want our custom-made goods or services. But we need to do that in a way that is connective and caring. So that is why you're going to make a list of a lot of people to connect with. This might be store owners, that might be gallery owners, that might be music promoters, that might be insert, you all do so many different things, small business owners that need branding sessions at the end of the year, it might be a lot of different people. But you're gonna take a couple of them every single day. And you're gonna come up with a way that you are gonna actually connect with them. Because the more you can connect and you can hear from them, oh yeah, actually we do have people looking to get custom made products or yeah, actually our store would love to 
highlight your work in the upcoming holiday season or we're full for Christmas, but we would love to have you come do a class and then sell from that class um, for Mother's Day. We'll do a Mother's Day event and you can talk about candle making. I, I mean, the sky is the limit here. But if you are a creative and artist who wants to get paid for doing what they love, then we have to look at really targeted connection. Now, this can also happen in Facebook groups, and there are some really great ways to do this. I love um, a couple of the different plans that Dana Malstaff at Boss Moms. So if you're a woman, this is gonna be accessible to you. Um, if you're not, there's a couple different ways people that I don't remember offhand that I also like their training, but the boss moms have something called the vault, which I'm going to link to in the show notes. But in that they have some really great resources on how to do target market research and connection within Facebook communities without being salesy, but doing it in a way that is completely focused on connection. So go check that out. If that's a place where you're like, how do I do that? Deanna has some amazing, amazing training in her vault. Links below. I will say I am an affiliate of her because I've bought a lot of her products over the years. So know that I, you know, get a small little chunk of money when you purchase some. So you're going to do some really targeted marketing, which might be you going out and talking to people. This can be live or um, in outreach. When I was running a more local based business and I wasn't doing things online, I would go through the local community and I would think of everyone possibly from shop owner to gym owner, I would think of them and I would write them on a large pad of paper. And then every day I would connect with two of those people, just reaching out and saying, hey, I'm a business in your local area. I'm new or I'm open in the last couple of years. We haven't had a chance to connect yet. I'd love to stop by and just talk to you for a minute. When would be a good time to stop by? Would you like to have a call? I would build a relationship and I would hear from them. And a lot of times I wasn't trying to sell them anything, but I knew that they were going to interact with people that would connect with me. So that you can use in both your product and your service-based creative businesses. So another way that you are going to be doing income generating activities, and this is really connected to this last one that I just stated, is that you're gonna be making offers. So what does that look like? That doesn't mean every two minutes posting that someone needs to buy something from you on either your social media or anywhere. 
Like you're not saying that all the time, but you are consistently in different formats writing out what you do, why someone might be interested in that, and reminding people of that. Because we all have a lot on our mind. And here's the truth. Your mom might not even know what you do. She might think that she understands what you make or what you sell. But because you may have told her once or twice or 50 times, and we are all busy and we forget, and we just get this sense like, oh yeah, I know this person and they're creative. I know that they're creative. But what do you really do? What do you make? How do you sell that? Huh? They might forget that when they need what you have, they might forget that you're the person to have it. Unless, and this is just how our minds work, this is the psychology of sales, unless you are in creative ways, connecting and making offers. Now, just posting on social media, writing blogs, and being on people's podcasts or shows or whatever are not the only way and should not be the only way that you are making sales or offers. You have to actually be thinking through, okay, what is my price to paid journey? So if you hear the word price, you hear the word journey, you hear the word paid, and you are like, oh my gosh, that is not something I have clarity on. I get people reaching out to me and asking for bids or proposals, and I just am not sure what to do. My friend, you are not alone. I just want to let you know that this week we had a free training go live all about those three steps to panic-free pricing for creatives and artists so that when your people ask you how much, you don't feel like you want to go hide under a rock because so many of us do and that takes time and energy and it takes time away from you making the money, honey. So go to the link in my profile on Instagram or it will be on the Facebook community as well and also go to the show notes because It's all the places because I'm super excited about this free training because I want you to know that you can confidently price your items so that you can keep doing what you love, which is not staring at a computer trying to figure out how much you're going to charge for all the things. Okay, so other income generating activities. Our big ones are targeted, specific marketing and outreach. There's also making offers. Now that can be creative ways you're engaging in social media. And that can also be actually going to places that would sell what you are going to sell and selling it. That could be putting your items up in your Etsy shop or your Shopify store or your Amazon, it can be any of the places and there's more than that, but those are the ones that came to mind right now. Okay, so those are income generating. So how, because I know this is the question that is on your mind, how 
are you going to find time? And we already talked about this. We all have the amount of time that we have. But what you might be thinking is, but Naftali, I only have time for so much in my day. And there really truly is a list of things that have to get done. You are right. So what are some times that you might find time? One, you may delegate some tasks. Now, delegating tasks has to be done in a really specific manner that you make sure that you are delegating the the tasks that are taking you away from income generating activities and they cost money. And so I know for some of you, you're not there yet, but some of you are just not there yet because you're not sure that that will help. Let me promise you, it will help if you do it on purpose. If you think through, if I, and I'm gonna use a personal one, I, a few years ago, realized that not only was house cleaning, like deep house cleaning, not picking up after my three kids, which happens every day still, but like that, I need to clean the bathrooms and I need to dust and all of that. I realized that not only was that taking the time it took to do it, but it was taking a lot of mental energy trying to figure out when I was going to do it and the stress of what wasn't getting done in that space. And so when we looked at it, we recognized as a family that the cost of actually paying someone to do that twice a month versus the time and energy costs that doing it myself was costing far play, like the ROI of that investment was huge. So where you're going to be looking to delegate is where will be the highest level of ROI. For me also in my business, anytime I can delegate something that takes me out of my creative flow and visionary stance in my business. So this might be things like actually scheduling my social media posts. I create the content, I organize it, but just going into later or tailwind and scheduling it all out and making sure that all of that is in place, it just takes me out of my flow and it's mindless work. And for me, it doesn't actually specifically generate me income. And so it was something that was very early on my list to outsource. What you outsource in your business is going to be different from what I outsource in my business and my life. But the goal is to look and say, if I can outsource one thing, what is going to be the thing that has the highest return on investment? So the second thing that you can do to find time is stop accepting unpaid or underpaid projects. Guys, we are so guilty of this as creatives and artists. We love what we do. We do. But what happens is that we aren't sure what to charge. And so, and the three common mistakes that I will talk about more in depth in that free training I talked about earlier is one, the pricing mistake of being underpaid, overpaid, or the very most common one, inconsistently priced. 
So we're going to stop accepting work for less than our price that we're going to set confidently after you go through that training because that, if we stop doing that or we reduce the amount we do that, we will have more time to do things such as targeted connection and marketing, making offers, and more time to do what you love, building, making, doing those things. And then the third way that we as creatives can find more time to do those income generating activities is really looking at investing some time, some possible money in setting up workflows and tools that really help you move quicker, not hustling, but more intentionally to do the things in your business that aren't necessarily income generating, but are essential and important for you doing your income generation. So that might be looking at your financial systems, your marketing systems and workflow, the most important, your price to paid customer client journey and making sure that your whole process is really streamlined so you're not wasting time and energy chasing clients down for information. So getting that set up, if that's a space that you're like, oh, that would save me a lot of time and then I would have more time for that. I would love to hop on a free 15 minute call with you and see if our plan for profit package is for you in that we can really look at the systems that are going to save you the most time, money, and result in you generating the most in 2020. So if that is something that you are interested in and curious about, jump on a free 15-minute call with me. There's no pressure. I love connecting. And a lot of times I get on the call with people and we're like, oh, you're not there yet, but here's our resource for you. And then other times I get to work with y'all and do the thing I love to do, which is set up those tools and those workflows so that you get paid on time without panic. So now that we are coming to the end, I want you to kind of look back over what we've talked about. And I want you to, here's your tasks for today, this week. I want you to look at your time that you're spending in your business each and every week. No judgment, once again, because I know, I know the points in this podcast where you all shame cycle. Let's come out of it. Are you back? Okay. Look at that amount of time and ask yourself at this point, How much time am I actually spending doing things that will generate me money or versus how much time am I spending thinking about my branding colors, trying to redesign my website, maybe build a website. Websites don't get us sales. That's a whole nother podcast. But speaking from someone that spent far too much time, energy and money on her website early in both of her businesses, let me just tell you, unless you have these other processes in place, unless you have your price to pay journey streamlined, 
so that you can take inquiries and convert them to paying clients that come back time and time again until you can know how to target your marketing and connection in a way that you are getting those inquiries, you are having people put items in carts, you are having people ping you. Until those things are happening, a website is a really pretty distraction. It's not income generating. So look at where you're spending your time and energy and then make a commitment to shift up those income generating activities a little bit this week, a little bit next week, and make a plan. If any of those places in terms of delegating tasks or the pricing and stopping accepting underpaid or unpaid work, or just looking at your whole workflow and tools as someplace that you are feeling uncomfortable or like there are some big cracks in the process and you're not sure how to shift out of that, I would love, love, love to get on that call with you. I would also love it if you come hang out in the On Purpose Creatives Facebook community. There are people there in so many different stages of their business who would love to support and guide you as you try to figure out how to not only be a creative and artist who loves their life, but more so one that is generating money doing what they love. So go forth, be on purpose, make some money today, honey, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Everyday Mind. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of the episode you just listened to, head on over to Instagram stories and share there all about why you've been loving The Everyday Mind podcast. Tag me, Naftali V. Roberts, and share so that more people can continue to grow their life of notice so they can build the life and business they've always wanted. If you really love me, please head and leave a rating and review so that more people can continue to hear and get encouraged and the tips and tricks to grow a life of notice and build that business on purpose. Have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon.